You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Healthy Lifestyle. Well, it's 24 minutes to three, and there's great news, especially for those living in Gauteng. Um, This coming Friday, that is tomorrow, the 25th of November, along with the Labour Minister, that's Mildred Olifant, Gauteng MEC for Health, Tatani Matlangu, will be unveiling a newly built a hospital, Busamed Modderfontein Private Hospital. And it is a sort of first for South Africa, and it is also a first for the African continent because the hospital offers a revolutionary knee and hip replacement procedures. This is all thanks to the Mako Robotic Assistant Arm, which is only available at uh, the Busamed Modderfontein Private Hospital. So joining us now in studio is Dr. Dilizam Ji. He is the chairman for Busamed Private Hospital, and we're also talking about knee and hip replacements in general and how this robotic assistant uh, arm will help with these procedures. Good afternoon, Dr. MG. Lovely to have you in the studio. Thank you, Azania, for having me. Lovely that you could come in ahead of such a big day tomorrow. We had to. <laughs> <laughs> so how did how did all of this happen? Well, uh, Busamed uh, as a group, as a holding group, uh, partners with doctors in all its hospitals. We have six in the country. Mm-hmm. And in Gauteng, we partnered with a group of orthopedic surgeons led by Dr. Lipalo Mukiti, a leading academic and orthopedic surgeon uh, who is both in private and public service. Mm-hmm. When we spoke to him, inviting him to join us at the hospital, in Modafontein, a while back, he said he would consider it, but being an academic doctor, one who likes evidence-based medicine and research, mm. he said if he had to step out of public medicine and go to private, he would like to continue his academic uh, you know, performance in private. So he mentioned the, the possibility or otherwise of him coming mm provided we can secure the robotic arm. Yes. So we proceeded to look into that. I went to the United States last year. I went to a number of universities and hospitals that have the procedure, mm-hmm. that use the procedure. And we came back, we made an assessment, we looked at the feasibility of it. We interacted with the funders like Discovery, And after a long, drawn-out process of about two years, we were then able to start making an order. And he's now been able to launch that last week, Friday, at our hospital. Wow. Uh, So how does it work then? How will it impact these types of procedures? I think the two key words are consistency and accuracy. Mm -hmm. The human hand in making these procedures is depending on the day accurate <laughs> depending on the day <laughs> you know we all have our days we, when yes. we are, where we know we're feeling good or we're feeling a little bit bad and then we perform best when we're in our best mood mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then on the day that we're not feeling too good our performance goes down that's where the consistency part of it comes in mm-hmm. with the robot it measures the amount of tissue or cartilage that has to be cut out and it cannot allow the human hand to go beyond or below that. Uh-huh. And it does so consistently. Yes. And accuracy allows is allowed by the robot 
for so that a preset amount of cartilage has to be excised from the joint, mm-hmm. no more, no less. Mm-hmm. So this is why I say the two operative words are consistency, consistency mm-hmm. and accuracy. And the results for the patient? The results for the patient uh, in a number of publications that we've reviewed as part of our due diligence for this procurement have shown that in a number of patients who've had this this procedure, mm. the results are far more uh, 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 pleasing for the patient. There's less the long the length of stay is shorter because the patients don't have pain. They they are long term. Five-year follow-ups have shown that these patients tend to do better. There's less recurrence of the problem. Yes, And yes. they tend to return to work earlier. Mm. Because for someone to need this kind of operation to begin with, their mobility has been impaired. Something yes. has gone wrong within the body. So yes. let's explore some of those conditions. Yes. The, 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 the misconception about joint replacement is that it's, requ- it's required in older people. Mm-hmm. Far from the truth. Yes. The one message about joint replacement is that it is required when all conservative methods have failed for relieving pain mm. in a joint. So the anti-inflammatories don't Anti-inflamm- work, the pain uh, exactly. are ineffective. And the two major conditions are rheumatoid arthritis, mm-hmm. which affect people of all ages, and osteoarthritis, mm which may be in people who have weight-bearing problems because of uh, uh, overweight problems or previous injury, road accident or something like that. Mm -hmm. So those are the two main indications for this procedure. And when conservative treatment to relieve the pain Mm -hmm. has failed, it doesn't matter what age that person is. They are qualified to have permanent pain relief. In fact, a lot of sports people have joint replacement, not Mm -hmm. only in the knee and the hip, but also in the shoulders. Mm -hmm. Cricketers have shoulder problems, but we, for today, we're talking knee and hip. And the ease work being done to include all the major joints of the body, including including shoulder. But today, we're talking about knee and hip which is the Mako robotic system that we've got at Madafontein. Right. Let's take your calls as well on 011-883-0702. We're looking at knee and hip replacements in light of this uh, new technology that's going to be available at Busamid Madafontein Private Hospital, which opens tomorrow. It will be unveiled tomorrow. So give us a call on 011-883-0702 and 31702 for your SMSs. Dr. Dilizam G, who is the chairman of Busamid Private Hospital, joins us now. Um, so what would you like to know? Um, have you had a knee or hip replacement? And uh, what has been your recovery? The, the, uh, what led to that and the recovery and management of this condition beyond? We'd love to hear from you on 11 883 and then 31702 for your SMSs. 702 Healthy Lifestyle. And we're back with uh, Dr. Dilizam G, the Busamed Private Hospital Chairman. And uh, tomorrow, the hospital will open its doors. They'll be unveiling this macro robotic assistant arm. And uh, we're taking your calls. If you are, um, need knee or hip replacement, or you've had a knee and hip replacement, your questions around these matters and uh, 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 and uh, any others around this uh, robotic assistant arm. It's 011-883-0702 and 31702 for your SMSs. Winnie in Boston. Good afternoon. 
Good afternoon. Hi, Winnie. Mm-hmm. I'm, um, yeah, I'm fine, and you? I'm good, thank you. What's your question for Dr. MG? Um, you know, I've, I went for x-rays, and it shows that my hip was dislocated, and, uh, and the doctor advised me mm-hmm. to go in for a hip replacement. But I'm 84 years old, and I'm a bit scared that I might not make it. Mm, that's a very valid concern, Winnie. Yeah. Yeah. So you are in two minds about I'm very this... two-minded about it. I've, I'm on medication. And, and the medication has stopped helping with the pain? Well, it, uh, there's not actually pain. It's just that the leg is a bit lame. Uh-huh. You know, I've yeah. got to walk with, this, uh, with a crutch. Yes, yes, because I know many people need canes and walkers as a result. Yeah, yes, yes. Yes, Dr. MG, what do you think? What do you say to Winnie? The first thing I'd like to say to Winnie is that uh, age is a, is a number. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not for sissies. <laughs> I've seen uh, 84-year-olds that are fitter than a 50-year-old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so at the end of the day, if you require surgery, uh, Winnie, uh, okay. which I'm not, uh, I'm not saying you do need or not, because obviously that tell. has to be after an examination and, exactly. and, and tests and so on. But if, if, you, if you consider that you have been advised to have surgery, then the, your general wellness is important. Uh, the presence or absence of other mo- uh, conditions, you're, are you diabetic? Are you, hyper- no. are you hypertensive? Yeah, yes, that. And uh, the, the level of the hypertension, is it under control? That is under control. Uh, yes, do you have smoking in the past? Have you smoked before? Do you have lung disease? Do you have... So there's a lot of considerations before surgery can be, you know, advised. Mm. And if, it, if all those factors are taken into account and you seem to be fit... Then the type of surgery itself is obviously standard, but the type of anesthetic that you can undergo can be varied according to your condition. Right. There's what you call general anesthesia, where you are put off to sleep, or you can have regional anesthesia, mm-hmm. where you have a block in the spine and only the lower part of the body is made numb so that you don't feel the pain. Right. So it is, these are the various factors that could determine whether you can actually have an operation or not. Mm. Well, Winnie, good luck with making that decision. Yes? Uh, uh, Can I ask the doctor a question? Yes. This hospital that's opening tomorrow, is it a private hospital or a government hospital? It is a private hospital, Winnie. Oh, so you have to pay? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm. You see, now I'm not on medical aid, so that is my main concern too. Yes, yes, yeah. All yeah. these things have to be factored in. Yeah, you have mm. to, yeah. You have yeah. to take it into consideration. Yes. Winnie, thank you so much for thank your you call. So and good luck with that decision. Bye, all the best things. Thank you. Winnie out in Bosman. And I think a patient's instincts are also quite important, you know, that yes. feeling about yes. uh, uh, whether to go into an operation or not. We've got Homozo next. Hi, Homozo. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. Welcome. Good. My question to the doctor is that can someone with... Uh, cerebral palsy that has had a hamstring release have a knee replacement done. I I don't have the actual knee itself. So can one can a person 
with such a condition have a knee replacement tunnel. Okay, someone with cerebral palsy. Or, or, or would it be considered a completely new treatment? Because obviously I don't have mm-hmm. that uh, bone that on which one kneels on when, when you know, I don't know how you call it, but I don't yes. have it. Oh, yeah, okay. So, do you understand what he's saying, Dr. Mji? So uh, he says he doesn't have uh, uh, one part of the knee. Oh. Yes. The, he says the bone that is the actual knee. Okay. So his joint, as a result of a cerebral palsy, is not configured like uh, um, other people's joints. Yes. I suggest that maybe uh, we, we offline we can give him a, a contact details of our specialist orthopedic team mm-hmm. who specialize in knee problems, who can review the x-rays, do an MRI scan or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and, and really go to the bottom of it. But having said that, cerebral palsy per se does not preclude one from having a type of surgery like we're talking about. Right. Um, there's a question about the arm. Kuda says, is the arm an AI or man-operated uh, robot? The question is about... The actual robotic arm, the Mako. Or what about yes, it? Yes, that is it. Do the doctors operate it or is it all oh, down to artificial yes. intelligence? What, what happens with the robotic arm is that the x-rays and the, and the MRI scan of the patient uh, are then fed into the computer which drives the robot. Mm then the configuration of the joint is within the the brain of the robot. Mm. And then the brain of the robot then attaches a control arm of it to the patient, uh, uses that to to cut the cartilage away. Because when you do a replacement Mm. of a joint, as the name says, you take out a part of the damaged cartilage of the joint. Yes. And then you replace it with an artificial lining of the joint, which could be uh, the cup of the, if it's a hip, it's the cup of the of the hip, or the, and then you replace the head or the the ball of the yes. of the hop with some artificial one. Mm-hmm. So when you actually remove the damaged tissue that you are replacing, mm-hmm. there's often the danger that you can take excess tissue away. And that's what this X-ray MRI that's fed into the brain of the arm is able to do is to program the arm such that it does not take excess tissue. So when you look at it on the screen, the green part is what's colored in the in the in the picture. And, And then you go as you go beyond the green then the red comes up. And in fact, the robot will not allow you mm. to go beyond the green part. Right. And then it stops. It so just, it's human, it's, it's supervised uh, by a human being. It's, it's supervised. Even though it's executed yes, by the arm. Yes, there's a human operator always. Right. Um, and the robot, of course, knows assist, the limitations. Assist. Yes. Robots are used in even in motor vehicle manufacturing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, in, and in other you know, manufacturing procedures. They're not, they've just been adapted now to medical science right. to assist but most most car manufacturers use robots mm. to 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 assemble vehicles and so on yes for serious precision uh, work. exactly carolyn on the sms line says i'm going to have a knee replacement operation how long will it be till i'm mobile again after surgery and she says she's 66 does the this kind of operation using the robotic arm bring down the downtime um, ordinary, what is the, the, the standard downtime and what is it brought down by 
due to uh, the assisted uh, arm? The, 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 the amount of time uh, that the patient recovers after knee surgery or hip surgery is on average about seven days. Mm-hmm. Um, the robotic system does not necessarily reduce that, but it may actually reduce the pain and the and the mobility associated with the procedure such that you can leave hospital maybe after three or five days. I see. And number two, which I mentioned earlier, it's the alignment of the of the leg that is almost the main thing so that you can feel the knee. You don't have a sense of dullness or, or numbness that you don't know where the position of the knee is mm. it, it, because of the accuracy and the lesser damage to the soft tissues that's done mm-hmm. when, when this procedure is used. Mm-hmm. Um, some more questions as well and congratulatory messages coming in. There's Mokhale saying, well done to Dr. Mji uh, on the new hospital. Listening in, met him during planning stages of the hospital. It's going to be a world-class healthcare facility. And there's one from Monet. He's asking about the cost of the procedure. Um, as you said, that medical aids have come on board yes. and it is considered to be a covered procedure by the medical aid that uh, you've consulted with? Yes. The the cost of the procedure is not exorbitant compared to the traditional method. Okay. In fact, uh, one of the major medical aids has signed an agreement with us on the pricing for this kind of surgery on hip replacements and knee replacements. Mm. And that price is comparable to the traditional price. And it's not more, right? despite the benefits that we are talking about. Mm-hmm. So it is affordable to those patients who have been on medical aid so far, and it's not even more expensive. Right. Um, you were also saying that this isn't an orthopedic hospital. Uh, it's just that it, it has these uh, features with yes. the macro robotic assistant arm. So as a, as a hospital, it does cater for other general conditions. You said there's oncology, pediatrics. Yes, we have a very so, big emphasis on oncology, which is the treatment of cancer uh, procedures, mm-hmm. uh, conditions. Mm-hmm. We have actually a state-of-the-art machine that we've uh, bought there which uses radiation to treat cancer. It's called uh, the Linux uh, Accelerator. It's a very, very modern machine, mm. one of a number in the country. And uh, we, have, we have also got general surgery. We've okay. got, auto, um, I'm sorry, medicine, internal medicine. We've got gastroenterology. Mm-hmm. We have all the disciplines, pediatrics. You name it. But we've emphasized orthopedics and oncology. Right. Well, good luck for tomorrow. Thank you, ma'am. Good luck. And I think it's only good news for South Africans uh, as we have this new technology at a new hospital, the Busamed Modafontein Private Hospital. That was Dr. Dilizamji, the chairperson of Busamed Private Hospital.